This is Valley Edition. I'm Kathleen Schock. Fresno poet Mai Dervang looks back on a dark chapter of history in her new collection, Yellow Rain. Hmong refugees fleeing Laos at the end of the Vietnam War reported being attacked with chemical and biological weapons that led to thousands of deaths. But American scientists dismissed the refugees' accounts, claiming that the mysterious substance raining down on them was the feces of honeybees. Through exhaustive research of once-classified documents, Vang reveals the truth of what happened, giving voice to the victims of the attacks. I spoke to Vang about how she uncovered their forgotten stories. I was inspired and sort of taken to this project when I learned about Yellow Rain many, many years ago during my undergraduate studies. And something about the issue of Yellow Rain stayed with me all of these years, decades later now. And then finally in 2012, there was an episode that aired on the radio show and podcast Radio Lab that featured Hmong writer Kao Kaliying and her uncle who were there to talk about Yellow Rain, but it didn't turn out to be the experience that they had anticipated only because the hosts of the show had sort of had a different way of thinking and talking about Yellow Rain and weren't really there, it seemed, to hear them out on their experiences. And so the show just stopped midway and Kalia ended the interview. And after that episode aired, there was just a firestorm of response from listeners who were alarmed and upset and enraged by the outcome of the interview. And for me, it just reignited this fury and this fire to really dig in and dive into Yellow Rain. Let's talk about that process for you. I have to say the amount of research you did for this collection is phenomenal. And it really blurs the line between a work of poetry and a work of I think of it as journalism or, or, or documentary and, and history. Can you talk about why it was so necessary for you to do such a deep dive? The research was instrumental to my process because it really helped me to figure out the various branches of ideas and thinking that were involved in the larger discourse of Yellow Rain. And for me, being part of this new and exciting field of docu-poetics has helped me to think about how to shape this work. And I say that keeping in mind, too, that docu-poetry is not necessarily new. People have been doing this kind of work for decades now where they've been integrating archival research into their literary and creative work. But for me, I think it was instrumental because the research really helps to ground a new way of thinking about what happened with Yellow Rain. When most people had talked about Yellow Rain in the past, it was to really you know, hear the testimonies or to look at what the government reports were saying. But there weren't access to those documents back then, 20, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, when it was all happening. And so over the course of time and through the Freedom of Information Act, which allowed these documents to become released, the information is now available. And so for me, it was just so important to be able to tie that into the work that I was doing creatively and to find ways of offering a counter narrative 
Can you talk about your choice to integrate so many visual elements into this work? Yeah, the visuals, for starters, really help to immerse the reader in the experience that I went through too. Just seeing the watermarks, the gradients, the redactions, being immersed in that really sets a kind of tone for what was revealed and what was not revealed at all. And for me during this process and what is revealed and what may not be revealed for the reader in some ways. So I thought that integrating those visuals would allow for a kind of immersive experience to come through for the reader to not only read the text, but also to see the ways in which that text either veiled or unveiled um, particular information. And then also, I think that for me, um, working within a framework of visual poetics, or trying to at least, I was also interested in the arrangement of text on a page and how through that arrangement, a kind of narrative comes through or um, how through that arrangement, there is a way to offer a particular lens into what I'm trying to say. And so I'm looking at various ways to think about, as a poet, spatiality on the page and you know, aligning words with each other or separating them, considering their proximity allows me to think more deeply about their, their, their spatial interaction too on the page. So, so for me, I think it was twofold. It was sort of the craft and poetic aspect of uh, working with language and text on a page, but it was also then the other aspect of what happens when you bring certain words together on a page and what kind of narrative that can conjure. I have to imagine that writing about this history that has been silenced for so long, that has been not believed, must have changed the stakes of of this work for you as a poet. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just, I didn't anticipate setting out to do this in the first place. And I couldn't have anticipated the directions in which this work was going to take me in the way that many people who are writers or even artists can't predict where the work will take them in the end. Because of the the secrecy involved with the secret war and then the devastation and the scandal that unfolded around Yellow Rain, the stakes are and continue to be high for me as a, as a Hmong writer, as a, Hmong, as a daughter of refugees who continues to contend with these, these histories. What do you hope readers take from this collection? And, and how do you hope this book is positioned in our understanding of our history as Americans? Well, I hope that what the book provides for readers is, you know, at the most basic fundamental level that they learn about what Yellow Rain was. And through that, maybe they've never even heard of Hmong people, but they, they, they then also learn who Hmong people are and the sort of traumatic and devastating military history that the Hmong people have played um, in relationship to the United States you know, stemming from the, the U.S. wars in Laos and Vietnam. And I also hope that what readers take will be um, a sense of curiosity and desire to, to reckon with their own histories or histories within their own communities that need to be reckoned with, that maybe haven't deserved the public moment that it deserves. 
And I really hope that readers are able to draw that out on their own, just being able, if they're, you know, reading my work and, and, and sensing that it's important to reckon with these histories and to, to bring them out into a public space so that there can be larger discourse and greater understanding about what happened and about ways in which some of these things cannot and should not be erased. Would you mind reading a selection from the book? Yeah, absolutely. So this is a poem that sort of sets up the beginning of the book and helps to prepare the reader for what's to come. Guide for the channeling. Toward a worn legacy of rain, I have been lost down every jungle path, adrift and senseless to split open a cascade of knowing. I have tried with all my limber to keen a credo of justice, shelter those who solace inside graves. I have been boiled in my bladed search, opening with questions of a deserted pain to end with a cemented breath shattered into silk. This is where I am taking you into a discarded vista blowing forth a silent blaze. Here in sunk villages of the disregarded. Here where even the dirt of the land cannot muster against the threat of air. Biomedical, vegetation, munitions unfound, every footprint incarnate. Where highlands tangle their echoes to the land, a place no matter how remote will always be too near and too much a reminder of an expired war. Refugees not called as people, only to be called the outcome of an event. We are venturing into swell beyond swelling of paperwork and protocol, slips of memo and routing, cable and classified meeting. Here is the talk, biological weapon, yellow spots, apiary blame for decades to wane and cold filed. Believe me as a torch of this wandering that I have been digging within the origins of redaction. Believe where I am sending you. I have been shoveling upside down, and now my eyes stagger, my hands ache, my legs becoming hunter, my back a raging shadow. I have been gardening myself into this remembrance. I've been talking with Maider Vang, author of the new collection of poetry, Yellow Rain. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me.